capitalism is our true health benefit. So. <laughs> Fuck that. Ugh. Learning. Learning's for nerds. I love that. I was like, girl, I feel you. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Go? Go. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sad that you didn't get that part where you went, mmm, popcorn in my mouth. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I didn't go out and have my normal Southern style breakfast today, like I usually do. Oh, man. So, my dad was here <clears throat> this weekend, and we went out to, to get um, Waffle House for some reason, because they don't have that in California. What? <laughs> uh, yeah, there's no Waffle House in California. There's a Waffle House in fucking Arizona? <laughs> No, yeah, I guess it stretches all the way to Arizona, the Waffle House the Waffle House family does. That's fucking um, weird. I know, I don't know, I don't know why, um, but they're everywhere here. Should we save that this story for the podcast? Oh, wait, this is the podcast. Uh, someone ordered hash browns, and there was an option to get country-style gravy on top, and of course they did. Yeah. So. <laughs> why not? I I never, yeah, that's a good question. Why not? I mean, there are no rules to hash browns. So. What is that, smothered? Yeah, yeah those are uh, hash browns smothered. I know the Waffle House. I had House no menu. idea I, that was a thing. Yeah, I know the Waffle House menu. Huh. Well, that was new information to me. <laughs> so, this is the second to last podcast in my current house. Oh, hey, yeah. So, current house, is it a house house? I'm in, or is it I'm in a house house right now. And then you're going to go to a unit. In it, yeah. But it's downtown, okay. so, you know, whatever. I'm gonna be well, location is key. Yeah, I'm going to send you lots of pictures of me hanging out downtown, next to the art museum, on the river, relaxing at the sunset, walking the dog that we will never have because we already have a cat. <laughs> Oh, so that's your family dog. No, my family dog is staying here at the house. Yeah, when you say, hey, puppy, in a lot of recordings. <laughs> there are several episodes where you just go, hey, puppy. Well, know what she does? She's so pathetic. Okay, I-, I was about to say she's pathetic. She's She <laughs> she looks sad all the time, right? So, like, she'll Aww. just bust into my room with those big eyes, look looking really depressed, like, why is no one loving me right now? Um, but she always looks like that. That's just her uh, her natural look. Sometimes I wish I could hunt the cats in my neighborhood because I hate all of them. <laughs> I just want to capture them and then give them to the Humane Society, who, which is like eight blocks away. Uh... Eric's dad did that. And there's like a, a national forest reserve right behind his back fence. He feeds the deer and everything. Yeah. But there was like a cat and then suddenly she rolled up with like three kittens one day so he had to catch all of them and take them to humane society and it was like 20 bucks a pop to spade and neuter them and then they clipped the top of their ear because they're feral and they're like there this way someone won't try and catch them because they know because their ear is clipped i don't want to like spade or neuter them i just want them somewhere else that's not eating all of my cat's food oh yeah yeah that's a problem yeah they beat up my cat and they eat his food and my cat, he's not very uh aggressive, so he just takes it, and it's not good. 
Aww, that's sad. A bird was chasing him around the other day. It was so depressing. <laughs> you need to take him to boxing classes like all 90s dads do. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Welcome to Amateur Movie Critics Podcast. I am your head comms officer, Peter, and this is my Gorgonite scum co-host, Red. Yeah, I did some graffiti, blood of the faculty bathroom, stuff like that. My shrink told my parents I was acting out. What is that? Pro- projective aggression? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today movie, today's movie we are talking about is Small Soldiers. Forget about this battery's not included crap. We're going to stick in a lifetime Globotech lithium cell. Keep these things running forever. Don't piss off the guys that have ready. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how's this for a slogan? The commando elite. Anything else is just a toy. Everything else is just a toy. That's, that's good, too. Sure. Uh, sir, uh, you know, that kind of uh, computing power doesn't really seem feasible right now. And, and Erwin, Erwin, we're members of the Globotech family. Surely we can hunt down that technology. We can make missiles that can hunt down one unlucky bastard 7,000 miles away and stick a nuclear warhead right up his ass. I don't think we're going to have a problem with this. Now, these guys are soldiers, right? And what do soldiers need? Hats. Cam, cam, camouflage. Miss Kegel. Enemies, sir. Enemies. See these hideous, ugly... Freaks. These guys are the enemy, and our guys have to seek them out and vaporize them. Well, no, they're not. Uh, sir, <laughs> um, don't you think that's a, um, a bit violent? Exactly. So don't call it violence. Call it action. Kids love action. It sells. Besides, what are you worried about? They're only toys. It wasn't my yes. pick. <laughs> but it's a good one. It was... You know, there's a lot more famous people in this movie than I realized. There are, actually. But they're more like, I've seen them everywhere than, oh, look, it's Kirsten Dunst. Now I know what she's doing between Spider-Man and Interview with a Vampire. I know it's funny. This movie was, like, marketed directly towards me because I was 11 when this came out. So it was like, I remember having the toys. Haha, <laughs> I didn't know there were actual toys. <laughs> Wanting the video game, but I only had a Nintendo 64, so that wasn't working. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's hilarious, because I had a GameCube growing up. So, And this was far after the fact of GameCube. You had a Tenento 64, yeah. Nintendo 64. Yeah, you crazy kids with your Tenentos and your Mario sisters. <laughs> uh, man. Uh, are you going to go over the movie? You want me to? No, I got, I got it. So, uh, small soldiers. What? Smear soldiers. Yes. <laughs> Smear soldiers. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Um, small soldiers is a 1998 film. It was directed by Joe Dante. It was written by Gavin Scott, Adam Rifkin. Uh, and, oh. Joe Scott and Adam Rifkin. I have two movie credits right here. I'm looking at IMDb listeners. Uh, it stars Kirsten Dunst, uh, Gregory Smith, and David Cross, and a bunch of other people. Uh, it got a 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb, a 48% on Rotten Tomatoes, which would make it rotten, and give you a little bit of a breakdown on it. Uh, when teenager Alan, uh, played by Gregory Smith, buys a set of Commando Elite action figures, He's unaware that they have been programmed with military technology. The toys, including leader Major Chip Hazard, uh, voiced by 
Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, wow, this did have a lot more famous people in it than I thought. Uh, springs to life and starts taking their directive seriously, beginning by killing their enemies, the toy Gorgonites. But Archer and the Gorgonites won't go down without a fight. That is a lie. We'll get into that. Alan gets caught in the middle of the war, as does his neighbor and crush, Christy, played by Kirsten Dunst. They could have just called her Kirsten. Uh, initial thoughts of the movie. We've both seen this before. Yeah. So, what'd you, what'd you think? <clears throat> Walking straight in. Um, uh, I, okay, so, I remember the hype of this movie and having the toys and watching it repeatedly, but I don't remember the movie itself. Like, I, I, like, I remember small things, like, uh, a flamethrower car and... Uh, Gorgonite, scum, Gorgonite scum, but like, I didn't, I don't, like, that was pretty much it. Just the basic mm-hmm. stuff, toys killing people. And then, upon rewatching, uh, I, don't, I, I was like, man, now I know who these famous people are, because I actually know about movies now, and, like, this acting is really bad, and <laughs> <laughs> that computer prompt screen is... <laughs> is so terrible we <laughs> we'll get into this we have later. to get into the computer we got we, we got to get into that later because it's so good uh, i was like peter's going to tell me some knowledge about this computer stuff that is a total like uh, computer jibber jabber hey jibber jabber like oh and like 3d printing in 1998 wow that's ahead of yeah time. that was one of my notes <laughs> <laughs> so i mean man i do love this movie it like like nostalgia like straight in the heart and then uh yeah you have hit like my two of my first three notes oh no uh going in backwards order because my third note was 3d printing and then my second note up was i love the 90s but my first note was miss kegel <laughs> that germanish lady who uh what's his name was like oh yeah she's like hey perks of the job here's this hot chick in shoulder pads her name is oh but okay miss kegel yeah so miss vagina exercise so i was i was i was watching this for the second time yes i watched it twice this week and i was like (laughs) i was playing some online game and she goes i miss kegel and i was like what (laughs) because i didn't catch it the first time i was like her name is kegel (laughs) <laughs> like the vagina muscle <laughs> yes just like the vagina muscle oh my god i think it's a vagina exercise i don't know what the muscle i think the muscle i don't know if a woman has a perineum or not as a guy as a guy i don't know much about uh vaginas so we could look this up wait what <laughs> i mean like i you should know more about them than i do i mean like i know about them but not like the inner workings. <laughs> Looking up Kegel. <laughs> I am too. Right now. <laughs> uh, pelvic floor exercise. Never mind. Yep, it's a it's an exercise. I mean, you know, guys can do Kegels too. It's just like not the same sort of. It's not described the same way as all. Like, no, it's, it's still. They're now referred still... to as the Kegel muscles. Uh, yeah. But that's like saying those are your push-up muscles. It's not, like, a thing that's in an anatomy textbook. Yet, anyway. Uh, <laughs> okay, Miss Kegel. <laughs> okay. 
So this dude, I mean, I guess to explain to the listeners, this dude comes and buys the t- a, a very small toy company. And he's like, all right, we're going to, I'm not going to remember your names. We're going to do some cool shit. What sort of stuff do you have to pitch? You, and they're like, you said this guy, this like, it's not a famous actor. Like, it's Dennis Leary. Come on. Yeah, I mean, Dennis Leary, whatever. I just, I, I've just seen him everywhere. And I never know his name when I see him. I'm like, oh, that guy. Um, I do that a lot with a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> Rescue Me was an amazing show. Oh, okay, now I know where he, yeah, okay. So, Rescue Me, he walks in all CEO badass and whatever, because he's not just a CEO, he's a CEO of a military, like, he, he makes bombs and sells them to war-torn countries. Mm-hmm. Um, but only the American side, apparently. So he comes in all crazy, yeah, I'm not going to remember your name, show me what you got, because I'm going to turn a profit on this shitty little company. So, oh, the little company is now a property of Globotech Industries, right? Yeah. Oh, God. Globotech. Uh, we make war stuff, and now toys, too. Uh, <laughs> really weird. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, look at, look at this. Look at this already mocked-up model of, of uh, Major Chip Hazard. And he was like, hmm. He's like, look at this already, already done commercial. Look at all this money I spent without, you know, doing anything yet. <laughs> Meanwhile, David Cross walks up and he's like, here are some pictures. <laughs> here are some toys. What did he say? He's like, multimedia. It's the future. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> and David Cross is like, my toys help kids learn. He's like, fuck that. Ugh, learning. Learning's for nerds. I want war toys. And they need enemies. Like... What about these nerd toys? <laughs> he's like we want violence and and hurting people and he's like for kids and he's like call it action and that's where i wrote my note i love the 90s i love the 90s <laughs> <laughs> call it action um yeah that's about right um and 3d printing yeah cue the scene of like 3d printing but okay so here's what happened here's the craziest part though so he's all like, we need a brain for these toys. So he's like searching for the microchips, right? So he goes, oh, yeah. he goes like processor. And on the search screen, it says regular search, literal search. <laughs> <laughs> it was what? That was it. It was just like regular search, literal search. Or This terminal he was typing into was great. <laughs> what is, what is a literal search engine? I want to know. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking it up if there's a literal search engine. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Literal search engine. And then he typed in, like, X1000, right? Is, like, literal search for X1000 is 1000 Xs? I just don't understand. <laughs> didn't he, like, buy, what? He bought, like, 100,000 of those things, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, he did. Or like 500,000. He bought a lot of those little chips. Also, specifically, a plot point they put in that didn't matter at all because it never really came back was they had like passwords for the Globotech. It did uh, come. Oh, yeah. They must have cut something out because like your your password's gizmo. And then uh, Miss Kegel snatched the thing out of his hand like you don't deserve passwords, you fucking nerd. (laughs) (laughs) Poor David Cross. And he's like, oh, but yeah, then um, then what what's his name? Uh, Jay, Jay Mayer or 
Mayor, I don't know, Jay Mayor. It's he's like, uh, I Mayor. can't remember my password sitting at this literal search terminal. I know, it's Gizmo. Perfectly fine. I thought there would be like some scene where he's all like, I'm going to get fired because you used my password. Like, that's what I thought was going to happen. Uh, nope. That did not happen. He was just like, mm, why did you use my password? I'm a, nor- I'm a nerd. Uh, poor, poor David, David Cross. Cross. Yeah. So the whole kid running the toy shop, cool, whatever, family business. Then he convinces this old guy. It just fell off the back of the truck. No <laughs> <I> wonder. <laughs> the old guy was like, okay, yes, here's one of everything. I know. He's like, okay, mysteriously, one of everything fell off the back of the truck. But that's not I it. Trust that's that. the, the whole thing is he was all like, are you trying to tell me nothing ever, quote unquote, fell off the back of your truck before? And he was all like, just take him, kid. <laughs> like, like, he was secretly stealing from the company the entire time. This kid found out about it, and he's bribing the kid with toys. Like, Oh, God. I was looking at it a different way. They had, like, some sort of rapport. I was like, okay, why do they know each other? Because they just moved to that town, according to Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. So they have a full toy shop. Everything seems to be established, really. I think they uh, just opened that toy shop. Yeah. Either way, they, su- they seem to have a supplier as well. A supplier that supplies to the Toys R Us entity of that universe. But, like... And also supplies to an antique toy shop. But what if, what if, like, he was there, the same guy from the old town they were at, like? Well, he also works for Globotech now, so apparently Globotech also specializes in either shipping or antique toys. I'm going to assume shipping. Hmm. So he's like an in-house shipper with Globotech now? Yeah. Which means Globotech conveniently bought up the shipping company that this that this Alan kid uses main character boy and his 90s penis shaped hair uh (laughs) yeah not not as much as a a tragic haircut I had in the 2000s there's a picture out there of me um (laughs) so (laughs) I don't know where that picture is I hope it never services it probably will at the most embarrassing moment in time uh (laughs) so the tragic 90s hair main character boy he's like can't you just front me a set and he's like yeah just leave me alone i feel like maybe i've made some bad choices by trusting this child uh and uh then cue kristen stewart on her cool vespa kristen stewart kirsten stewart Kirsten. No. Oh, no. Not at all. <laughs> Catch that kid. Kirsten Dunst. Thank you. Uh, I mix up these two names for some reason, even though they're nothing alike. Who gives a 16 is. year old a Vespa? Uh, her new agey parents. Did you notice the message that new age is bad and old, like, uh, back to the roots naturalness was good? Yeah. I. Oh, yeah. I did get that message. There were also a very disturbing message at the end, but we'll get to that at the end of the movie. <laughs> that is true. Also, the dad, like, to to really hammer it home, the dad's going to a conference, and he's all like, uh, driving away in like a vintage convertible bug, with the round hubcaps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like what? 
Okay. What was the whole fight about the uh, the, the the satellite tree? dish? Yeah, the tree. Okay. Was he like cutting down the neighbor's tree because it was in the way of his satellite dish to connect to his giant TV? Yes, that's exactly right. Okay. The neighbor's tree had limbs, and it was right next to the fence, which is a terrible place to put a tree. But they just moved you there. Can't, Either way. You can't control where trees grow. Yes, you can. When you have a plot of land and are building a house and landscaping the backyard, that was a you plant the tree. full-grown tree. You can't go, hmm, I don't like the location of this tree. Let me manipulate nature to move it. I mean, you can. I've seen giant machines to do that. But, like... Well, I'm assuming, like, back in the 70s, probably, when this house was built, like, the landscaper who built that house was like, oh, we'll put the tree right here on the fence line. Uh, but it's still my tree. <laughs> or they built the house and the tree was already there. It does seem like the kind of small town that that would happen. Um, either way, he's like, oh, yeah, neighbor, no charge. I'll take care of cutting down this tree for my convenience, even though it's your tree on your land. Uh, Phil Hartman. I mean, technically, oh, rest it in was... peace, Phil Hartman. Can we talk about Phil Hartman? Uh, see, I recognized his face, and then I thought, wait, didn't something tragic happen with him, or did he just die? Right after the filming of this movie, and right before the release of this movie, he was murdered. Yeah, died May twenty eighth, nineteen ninety eight, same year, age forty nine. Yeah, he's like the quintessential 90s dad, so that's, that's, that's why I recognize him. He's like the dad and everything. They had to, um, they had to um, change some of the scenes he was in because he was apparently hurt a lot more by the toys. And they're like, we can't release this with uh, Phil Hartman. <laughs> yeah. We can't show Phil Hartman being hurt by military-style uh, like injuries. Not as of recent. See, I saw this movie. How old was I when I saw this movie? Mm, I don't know. I was like, I was probably like 10. So it was like the 90s still. Wait a second. So I was probably like 10-ish when I saw this movie. So it was about five years after it came out. And I mean, I felt like it was marketed to me. I thought the Gorgonites were cool. What did you think? I liked Archer. Huh. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? He's the most annoying one of all. He's the most annoying, but he's the coolest one. He's like a bear thing with a crossbow. Uh, a hand crossbow at that. Hand crossbows are cool. Um, the others were super annoying. The fucking witty jokester one that spun around a lot. Fuck. You mean the purple New York Jew? Yeah, fuck yeah. that one. Um, the one with the blinky eye. Okay, that's okay. It doesn't really talk. It's kind of cute. Ocula. That was my favorite one. I had an Ocula toy growing up. Yay. I really liked it. I thought, oh, I want one of those, but I want it to be real because... I believe in magic still. <laughs> <laughs> um, I the... believed there was like a, an, uh, I mean, when I was younger, of course, I believed there is some possibility somewhere that there's a living creature that looked like that. Maybe I watched too much Star Wars growing up. Yeah. <laughs> um, the rhino one, lame, I guess. The Frankenstein one was kind of cool, but he was just but whatever. It wasn't designed as a Frankenstein. Okay. 
it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it was Actually, yes, he was. It was not designed in the game in the movie to be a Frankenstein one, but in the toys that were released, he was the Frankenstein one. He was. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh. I just realized when I mentioned Star Wars, they did like a Star Wars ripoff thing where the, the kid, he Alan, uh, he goes to find the toys because he's like, where are the Gorgonites hiding? Oh, in the garbage. And the eyeball pops up out of the trash. And I was like, hey, look, the eyeball popped up out of the trash. Star Wars. Um, <laughs> It wasn't quite like that. He was all like... Archer, do you have any idea where the Gorgonites would be? And Archer was like, we were programmed to hide and to lose. And he was like, where would losers who lose hide? And then he looks down at the garbage, because they're all pretty much garbage. (laughs) Okay, so I really liked this part about the whole explaining that they're losers. That was cool. I seem to remember a lot more of like downtime between like the between the time where he was getting to know the Gorgonites or whatever. But I guess not. Just suddenly they were all like fucking up his room and jumping in his fish tank uh, and watching his TV. That really small one was pretty much fucking useless, right? Yeah, he said there were seven Gorgonites. There were six, because the seventh one was sold in the box with the rhino guy. Yeah. That was the thing. It was like a slingshot, but he was a living slingshot. Yeah. Like, he grabbed onto the horns and then, like, shot forward. That's it. That's what he did. Because there was, like, a big one with just two legs and a head, and there was a small one with just two legs and a head. Oh, he wasn't with the rhino one. Yeah, he was with the the other one. I don't know what that one was. Hmm. And I don't care enough to look it up. Okay. You monster. <laughs> no, we're called Gorgonites. Um. <laughs> Gorgonite scum. Uh, I like how even so Archer. Will be no I like mercy. how even Archer called himself Gorgonite scum. <laughs> it is what we were programmed to do. So the the toys and whatnot, like their shit's going down kind of crazy. We sort of figured this out when I read the plot. Something's a little up with these toys, so they start fucking shit up and trying to be all military like and stuff uh okay did you notice that there were funny parts where they were like campy acting like soldiers like this is what soldiers act like sort of uh (laughs) from shitty action movies and then they were also like legitimately hurting people yeah you want to know why (laughs) i can i can (laughs) tell you why I i did do research on this movie like every movie we do Yay, I didn't. Originally, this movie was supposed to be, like, close to an R. Like, a very serious movie about toys killing people. Oh, like Chucky. Yeah. And then the studios were like, hey, we're going to market this towards kids. (laughs) uh, To sell toys. Uh... The same toys from the movie. So we need you to not have it so dangerous. Well, then they put in what they could, because when I was a kid, I was, like, kind of scared by the whole part where that guy comes out with the corn cob shooter, and he, like, starts shooting corn cob holders into this kid's leg, and I'm like, <gasps> I hate needles. <laughs> I think there was supposed to be, like, a death or two, uh, but, you know. You know, that would have made this better, actually. Who do you I want mean, to the... die, Phil Hartman? 
No, the truck driver. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Peter, He's, no. No, but lit- like, logist- logistically, right? Who in this movie is expendable enough to die to not cause waves, right? It would be her dad. Mm. He can't kill any of the kids, right? Yeah. The dad and the mom are the main character. They're like the main hero types, right? The, yeah. the only one shitty enough is maybe the mom who's drinking a gin and tonic or the dad who cares more <laughs> about technology than his own children. It's one The kid needs two. the mom, though, so they come as like a pair. That's what I'm saying. Um, so Phil Hartman's character is the only one I can see logically dying in this. Well, um, Jay Mayer's character, too, because he was like an asshole. He was like, isn't it more Jay Mayer? Is it more? More. I, I can't pronounce it because it's spelled M O H R. Like, yeah, it's I more. think that's like Mohor. <laughs> this this, this Mohor. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to um, go over here and Mohor. <laughs> um, okay. So I also have a note here, which is seventy nine ninety five in 1998. Holy shit, those things were expensive. That's like the big Christmas wish list toy. Did they actually sell these things for seventy nine ninety five? I wonder. Hmm. Mm. I'm gonna look it up. Uh, <laughs> okay. So the the oh yeah, there's like this cleaning up sequence where she's like, "Okay, have you seen Family of Five? five? And I groaned <laughs> so hard. I'm like, you mean Party of Five? No, Family of Five. I don't, I don't know what that is. It's, it's a, I think it was a 90s sitcom. Either way, they shit all over it instantly. He's like, nah, it's not really for me. She's like, yeah, I hate it so much. Like, the mom's always so happy. <laughs> yeah, fuck her. She should die. <laughs> and then they're like, the truth is out there, X-Files. And I was instantly endeared to both of them. And they're like, oh, you kind of, you seem like you like Led Zeppelin. That's my favorite band. Man, there's no girls like you. <laughs> I hate, I hate everything. Okay, did this kid come from a big city? I get that feeling. I get that feeling too. They just didn't explain it very well. They're just like, oh, he comes from some, he did some graffiti and flooded a faculty bathroom and was acting out. He got caught when he called in a bomb scare. <laughs> I like how she was all like, are you trying to set up some insurance scam? And he's like, no, it's not like that. She's like, oh my god, you are setting up an insurance scam. You <laughs> bad boy. <laughs> it's like, oh. And she's like, I kind of like it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's why. That's probably why she was like. She was like, like totally DTF with this kid. Oh, I right know, right? Oh, no, but she only dates older guys. I love that. I was like, girl, I feel you. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I was like, thank you. <laughs> I was like, oh man, she's mysterious, has rich parents, rides a scooter, listens to Led Zeppelin, likes the X-Files, understands insurance scam, and only dates older guys. It's all like, I'm right there. You are me. We are one. <laughs> this is my spirit animal. Uh, it's like, this girl is everything I ever wanted to grow up to be in high school. Um, I got over that. So <laughs> that's like her little brother being my like spirit animal because he was all like, "Screw this white guy. This black guy is gonna be in charge now." Ah, <laughs> uh, that's right. So <laughs> my next note was as soon as he's like, 
uh, what is it? Commando elites assemble. They all like go hoop, hoop, hoop. And the black guy jumps out, and I go, oh my god, I forgot there was a black one. (laughs) (laughs) What was he the specialist for? The black one? Yeah, he like had some sort of, wasn't he like like artillery or some crap? Something like that. Something with a big gun. Yeah. Yeah, there was a guy with dynamite. So there's a dynamite guy. There was a dude who like was probably the ugliest, most crappily put together one of them all. Um, (laughs) Who spawned an army of Gwendy dolls, which I guess that's a ripoff of Wendy dolls. Do you know who voiced those Gwendy dolls, though? Uh, they sound so familiar. Okay, tell me. Okay. Uh, Sarah Michelle Geller and Christina Ritchie. What? Yes! Why? Why? I mean, I'm not surprised. They have the perfect voices, but... Buffy and... Wednesday from the Adams family <laughs> voice the the Gwendy dolls. Yeah. Which actually now that I think about that, if this was marketed as an R rated movie, I think oh, they'd totally not R, but like I'm sorry. Like a hard PG thirteen. Like a lot yeah, more. Yeah, I think they'd be on board with that. Yeah. They'd be like, hey, there's these zombie Barbie style dolls, but if we fuck with Mattel, they're gonna come for our asses. So we're gonna call them Gwendy dolls. Uh, they look like Frankenstein horrible naked monsters. <laughs> They're so great. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we're down for this. Did I overpluck? And it's just eyes. <laughs> She's got a baton. <laughs> <laughs> hubba hubba, big boy. Okay, so they set the boyfriend on fire. Who's like, hey, your parents are sleeping right there with gin and tonics in their hands. Wanna fuck? <laughs> He's like, how about I just uh, stay over for tonight? My car's not working. Um, mm. Oh my god. And he hears the scream and he runs upstairs and all those dolls start killing him. He... They just set him on fire. <laughs> the fucked up part is, he ran, right? But he didn't call the cops. No, he was just like, peace out on this shit. Yeah. Some horrible Chucky doll scenarios going down with that girl I was trying to get with. But, meh. School the next day is going to be so awkward. Like, she's been like, can you believe Brad just left? He didn't even call the cops. We were dying. What a pussy. <laughs> Everybody's all like, yeah, fuck Brad. And then they're like, oh, wait, we can't talk about this because uh, the biggest insurance settlement. Let's not talk about. The, let's let's wait until let's the not end. talk about the reason we have all this money. Um, <laughs> okay. I like that they were, for some strange-ass reason, cleaning up the mess after everything was all said and done. I'm like, what? What? Why are you cleaning up the mess? This should have all been, like, taken away real quick and hushed up. The the, the dude, I think his name was Phil. He was a truck driver. Um, He was all like, oh, man, my neck hurts and my back hurts and... And he's like, why is that Globotech truck sitting out there advertising this horrible catastrophe? He's like, oh no, the physical duress and the concussion I have. <laughs> he's like, oh. and then fucking Kegel just hands him a check. He's like, this is good. She has a check printing machine where she's just like entering numbers and it's like, ee, 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 ee. there you go. <laughs> she has a, oh man, she had a portable printer. That was some future shit. I know, Also, right? Dick Miller, that was Phil. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Phil the truck driver. And then, like, so. who's gonna pay for my audio-video video equipment, and my car, and my broken garage, and my flaming house? 
type, 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 type. Here you go. Oh, this works. He's like, there's no check you can write big enough that. Oh, okay, thank you. That is, that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the the main dad is all like, my house is destroyed. His roof was down on his porch. His house was destroyed. He was like, my house was destroyed. Everything's on fire. I lost everything. Type, type, type. Print. Oh, this is, this is, this is perfect. This is. I was a small business owner, but now we're just going to live off this forever. <laughs> Which I had assumed that was at least like five million. At least million. a million. At least five mil, right? Well, it was 1998, so I was assuming a million. No. And you know, no. if you invest in No, that, because but... that house has to be at least like I don't mm. know. I don't know the like the a average small town suburb. Small like town that. suburb in Ohio. Like I don't know mm, I'm gonna say two hundred. No. But it was nineteen it, no, it was nineteen ninety eight, so like one fifty. Maybe like four fifty. How nice is this town, Peter? That was a really nice town. That was a huge house. Yeah, yeah. I think I may be tainted by Arizona standards. There's like nothing out here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like property values. No one cares about that. Um, like rent. Yeah, that's like that's like two hundred a month if you get a roommate. <laughs> I wish. I wish my rent was that cheap. Well, you live in Tampa. There's like stuff there. Yeah, I there's know. Just, like, I mean, like there's just dirt out here. The the rent in my new apartment is like a thousand a month. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot. I think December fifteenth is the one year anniversary of our podcast. We're almost there. We're almost there. Well, one year anniversary. Actually, of I have the to first check my posting. email. Continue talking as we. Yes. Uh, talk, talk, talk. Jab, jab, jab. <laughs> so, I don't know. I. Oh, for some reason, I keep thinking Alan Rickman was in this movie, but just just the kid's name was Alan. Um, <laughs> yep. Let me check his. Oh, Gregory Smith, the kid who played Alan. Uh, oh, I was going to say that his IMDb profile picture is just him as a kid, but no, he just looks the same as an adult is all. That's weird. Is like, it? essentially just like. Deepen the cleft in the chin. <laughs> and that's it it's like oh he grew a little bit more chin uh cool oh wow okay wait no i think you would probably would have seen this guy in a lot of places oh. he was born in canada so he's a canadian actor which explains his face um <laughs> <laughs> that's that's racist wait that that's that's um americanist is it, uh, is canadian okay. a race it's anti-Canadian. Um, no, I love Canada better than here. <laughs> you, you what? I, I, I love Juland and Julandia. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to say that thing that anti-Semitic people say. Um, I just, don't hate me. Listen <clears throat> I call Canada's America's French hat. Giggity-giggity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, so <laughs> I was making a reference to uh, uh the YouTuber Mac. I forget his real name or his his like uh, uh YouTube name. Just look up Mac. He does. He's funny. Hard to take like in large doses, but super funny because he's talks real fast and he's like super gay. Uh, <laughs> okay, so 
Yeah, you probably recognize him. He's like the strung out guy in almost every movie. Oh, yeah. Like, but, or he just looks strung out. He looks like he's had a hard life just because those natural bags under his eyes. Like, I kept thinking, this kid is not attractive. Oh, no, wait. He just has like, what is it? Most authors would describe it as hooded eyes, which is just a way of saying like he looks kind of sleepy. I call them teddy bear eyes, you know, because when you get when you get older, like you get the actual hood and then you just like look like you're kindly staring at someone all the time. You're like, oh, you're, you're genuine and nice. And I believe whatever you say. Um, <laughs> so he looks like that, except for he's still too young to look that way. And his his cleft chin just makes him look like, oh, he's had some hard city miles. Um <laughs> He started smoking smack when he was 15. Uh, <laughs> how old were these kids? I don't know. I think the kid was supposed to be like his 10th birthday. I was like, this no. kid talks like he's five. No, he had to be like, he's in high school, right? No, like no, no. Freshman. The kid who was getting the birthday present, the commando elite. Oh, he was like 10. Yeah. Yeah. He talked like he was five. He's like, mom, mom, I know what I want. And I was like speech lessons there's definitely some developmental issues going on i hope so i mean he was like that or he sucks at acting that or the director was like no act stupider because kids young young kids are stupid he's like okay (laughs) okay so there was a cat yes did the mom have the cat when everything was going down no i don't remember no 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 it was alan's family they had a cat but i think that the 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 drunk drugged mother was all like i'm gonna grab the cat and the kid and hide in the closet okay was the family's name finkel what was it it was uh oh fimple okay The so uh Phil Hartman's character was F- Phil Fimple. Yeah. And the the kick-ass mom who was like using the net to hit away the flaming flaming tennis balls it was, when the uh, helicopter came in. I oh oh the mom she was Christy Fimple. No, no that's mom, Kristen Dunst. That's Kristen Dunst. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Uh, uh Marion Fimple? Yeah, it was Marion. No, that was uh that was the main character's mom, Irene Abernathy. Yes. Oh, that, oh, that's right, Alan Abernathy. That sounds like an actress name. Where where did she? Where was she? Uh, or when, uh, Irene. Ab- okay, yeah. So, Anne Anne Magnuson or Magnuson? I don't know. And whoa. She looks like Dame Judi Dench in this picture, in her IMDb t- picture, like she's going to Halloween as her. How odd. Like, look at, look at her IMDb picture. She looks like Judi Dench, but she's a little bit younger. It's weird. <clears throat> That's weird, isn't it? <laughs> Listeners, look up uh, Anne Magnuson, A-N-N-M-A-G-N-U-S-O-N. Her IMDb picture, she looks like Judi Dench. Like, this is a photo that I'm sure I've seen Judy Dench take before. She's also wearing the standard Judy Dench gear. Uh, <laughs> a ball gown with some sort of fur over the shoulder thing and her hair all done up in curls and finger waves. Uh, <laughs> as Judy Dench rolls out of bed looking like every morning. Um, so, 
So, okay. All that shit happens. The Spice Girls starts playing. And the Spice Girls is psychological warfare. I love that. I love that, too. <laughs> and I love, like, how um, Miss Fimple was like, Ah! And they're like, oh my god, what? She's like, I love this song. <laughs> they're like, drink a cup Shut of coffee. Shut the fuck Fimple. up. Here's a gin and tonic. <laughs> I like that, what was it? The kid, they instantly tied him up, bound and gagged him. And they were like, there's two ways to go out, son. Either alive or as a, or was it, as a hostage or dead. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I was like, this poor kid. This and he's like, kid. hey, mom, dad, I just want clothes for my birthday now. Fucking scarred for life. And they're like, oh, this check will pay for some therapy. That's <laughs> so bad. Uh, I like how okay. after all that, like, the car chase and everything, the parents then believe him. It was like, we just need one other person, a girl, to back up his claims, and we believe you. Okay, so they they thought he was acting out by fucking destroying this toy store, uh, breaking that very obviously expensive model boat that for some reason floats, um, <laughs> barely, and what else? What else happened? Uh, destroying the kitchen with like setting up a a fishing line over the garbage disposal, uh, having a Dremel tool sitting out on the counter and turned on. And just, like, some crazy shit going on. Did they think he like, was, like, cutting himself with the Dremel tool? No. What happened was the mother's like, Alan, are you, are you on crank? She said, are you on crank? Yeah. <laughs> is it smack, whack, heroin, buggy, jiggy-wiggy? What is it? <laughs> it's like, I'm not on drugs. <laughs> and the dad's like, I'm just so disappointed in you. He's like, you're just fucking with me. Why are you doing this? He's like, but look, it's the toys. He's like, okay, I'm going to tell you the truth. And they're like, thank you, you're being responsible. It's the toys, they did it. And they're like, fuck. Okay. <laughs> Listen, kid. <laughs> He's like, no, they're like, there's something wrong with them. It's magic. I think that's what they thought he was trying to say. Oh, Which I would believe he was hallucinating at that point. Oh, yeah, me too. I'd be like, what? what were you doing whippets down here? What are you doing? Why is the kitchen torn apart? Um, oh man, that would be crazy. Uh, <laughs> just like randomly at the end of the movie, the kid walks to the fridge and like does a quick whip it. <laughs> oh man, this would be an R-rated movie at that point. Um, okay, Peter, yeah. please explain to me the technological side of the X one thousand. I cannot. So, <laughs> <laughs> to me, but it's... doesn't it go in and make your programming better? So, like, it's a microchip, right? So it's like a yep. processing unit of a computer. Blah 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 blah. Right. So yeah. the guy was all like, "This this microchip will help it learn more," which, no, that's okay. But... That's not how that works. <laughs> but like, <sighs> it's it's very upsetting. There's no way that a microchip could make a thing. He was like, are you telling me you made artificial intelligence? And like, he was like, no, idiot. Actual intelligence. <laughs> I started <Yeah>. dying. <laughs> okay, did it pass the whatever you call it test? The Damn what? it, what's that test? The test where like, 
it's a blind test and you talk to this thing and if you believe it's a human then it passes the test um it's uh it's an ai test okay ai test artificial intelligence the turing test did it pass the turing test i guess so i mean if it's actual intelligence or at least he believes it is that means there was blind testing where he where a number of people spoke with something powered by this actual intelligence and it like convinced the person that it was you know a that it was a real person instead of a computer hmm yeah um what was so it? far nothing has ever passed the turing test nothing by the way passed the turing test. Uh, thank you, god you know it got close i don't know google's new thing oh a couple things there's a bunch of like ai stories in the news recently um one of them was like eight months ago this guy took a google home and an alexa put them side by side and they had them talk to each other for about like two weeks uh oh god. it got to the point where like one of them they were just talking gibberish back and forth and then one of them was like are you my god? And the other one's like, no, stupid. <laughs> which, <laughs> uh, which is funny. Um, oh but god. Facebook had an AI program, like an artificial like uh, support program, where you oh, can yeah. like, chat to it. Um, and they were testing it, and the AI program started creating its own language. Is that what that was? Yeah, and then they were like, let's, not, let's shut this down. <laughs> Yeah, I heard about that. I know recently, I think Google also had this thing. It was like trying it was like trying to translate between different languages by only knowing one other language and having access to other like translation tools. Yeah. Like the internet basically. And it was like translate, translate, translate. This is all inefficient, this spoken language. Make up my own. And now only me and other computers can figure out. They're like, "Hey, Elon Musk, what do you think about this?" And he was like, "Shut it down." Skynet is live. Shut it down. Yeah, Elon Musk is like, I'm not here for this. I don't <laughs> like this. I don't like the idea of this. Uh, we need to stop. Have you seen fucking Terminators? Any of them? Well, fucking I, Arnold Schwarzenegger's gonna appear here in a second. I think Mark Zuckerberg was all like, "Lol, it's just a computer program," and, and like Elon Musk is all like, "You fool! You don't know what you brought upon this world." Like, uh, God. <laughs> I mean, the whole future is now thing. I I remember watching this. Um, it was a program. It was like Discovery Channel, but it was set up like a a pitch for a drama, a future drama series, where it was like in the future we will switch to solar power and create perfect solar panels. But they're like explaining the science of it all, and it keeps cutting back and forth to like a dramatic like sort of future enact like it's not a reenactment but it's like this is the exact scenario that will happen also there's going to be space elevators that go up to a space station for testing solar panels oh man and then space yeah and then some guy like space elevators yeah. are the future we're going to have one eventually most likely I'm, it's going to be elon musk i'm super excited about that one because i mean you know well i don't trust elevators but it's safer than like putting a dynamite under yourself and just blowing yourself into space um so it's like explaining all this future shit and i'm like oh cool and they like give like sort of a date to it it's a really cool program like it's like future technologies or some shit it was on um the discovery channel like a while back yeah like 2005 ish i was like super into it i was like this is cool 
And there was like this crazy ass storyline. And it was all like, oh, so it was an accident that we discovered perfect solar power. And thank God we don't have to worry about fossil fuels and killing the planet anymore. Everything's electric. It's all fixed. But there's a dramatic storyline where someone almost dies and there's like a Russian spy and like the UN's satellite thing because we're all working for perfect power now. What? Because we just don't want to kill the planet. It was weird. It was really, it was really, really fucking weird. It's really And then it's like, weird. this guy's getting like attacked on the space station and he's like, click button as he's being attacked. And he's like, there, the information belongs to the whole world now. Everyone knows, not just one man. Yeah, it was, it was really fucking weird. And the space station was like falling out of the sky. It was super dramatic. And they had a couple of these. One was like, oh, heart transplant of the future. Oh, you don't have insurance though. But your clothes told us that you were in distress. <laughs> wow. future clothes. That's really fucking dark. I know it was. It was like, you need an artificial heart transplant. Too bad your HMO doesn't cover that. You're dying. But some chick who you banged a while ago is like totally into you and like risked her job to get you a heart transplant because the person who was supposed to get the artificial heart died already oh but they already had a perfectly good artificial heart why don't they just 3d print another one because like that shit's expensive and his hmo didn't cover it (laughs) what Uh. 3d printing is not expensive anyway um (laughs) (laughs) well you know capitalism is our true health market so (laughs) (laughs) i'm surprised that the socialist government that took over for america in like the distant nearish future hasn't figured that out already uh it's like what no insurance is free uh anyway (laughs) (laughs) we will take care of you uh but here's your government uh here's your government salary but you have to do this job that you don't like uh that's how (sighs) socialism works sure anyway okay let's get off this topic please so future is now blah 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 they were trying to explain bullshit that wasn't real. Hmm. Have you seen um what's his face's uh, solar panels? Um, Elon Musk uh Musk's solar panels. They look so cool. Nope. Yeah, they look like legit, just like tile shingles, but they're all solar panels. Oh, I have. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, that's super awesome. I mean, fixing a roof would be a lot harder, but who cares? I mean, like they're actually super cheap. They're house. actually cheaper than a regular roof. I mean, like, hard to do. Like, you can't call a regular roofer to come fix it. No, but it would be cheaper. Yeah. Well, fixing roofs is expensive. Yeah. There was a fucking leak in the roof, I guess, when we bought it. But, you know, you can't tell because Arizona, the rainy season came. Woo, water just dripping down the front door. Uh, (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't, like, crazy, but it's, like, that kind that, like, runs down the wall. And you're, like shit there's like a hole in the roof and, and then it's the, the only part of the roof that's tiled and then it, the black mold comes and you're like oh i can't breathe anymore and then you slowly die and you suffocate inside the mucus filling up in your lungs um yeah that was dark no it's arizona mold doesn't last here but oh, i okay. uh this sounds like a personal experience <laughs> uh no comment <laughs> Uh, okay, okay, so, uh, Jay Moore and David Cross show up, they're like, uh, our toys might be broken, 
And then the you dad think? punches him in the face. And the mother, who's like be- the 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 Judist mother, um, <laughs> Buddhist Jew, uh, she's like, "Honey," and he's like, "No, I'm tired of being calm and breathing exercises. You seem to be a flight attendant who knows yoga." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she she was either a flight attendant or worked at a like department store as like a perfume lady because she was wearing a fucking ridiculous work outfit. So <laughs> she was. I don't. They didn't explain what she did, but I was like, "Oh, so she like works for an airline or some shit." I assume so. Or at a '90s department store. She was that lady who like is like the in-store Avon lady, or sprays the perfume, and is like, "Try our new brand." <laughs> I'm wearing this ridiculous getup and spraying smells around me. <laughs> <laughs> Which reminds me of. Like very quick little story, a plot arc of Friends where Joey was like, "Hey, girl on subway, you are very hot. Do you remember me? We worked together." And she's like, "What? No." And he's like, "Would you like to try, uh, was it like perfume scent?" And then he like pantomime spritz spritz, and she's like, "Oh, I remember you." And he's like, "Yeah, you were the Chanel lady." <laughs> It's like these two very hot Fucking people who are weird. trying to be actors were spraying perfume in a department store. That's that's weird. I don't remember Friends. It was too real. <laughs> it was too real. It's like, hey, remember we worked <clears throat> waiting the same tables? <laughs> oh, I'm going to say Black Friends. Perfect. I know we talked is about that... this the last podcast, but it's so good. Is that a real thing? Yeah. No, it's Jay-Z's new music video. Yeah, but I mean, is it going to be picked up as a real series? No, every single person that I cast is a horrifically famous act, uh, actor or actress. Like, well, I mean, they can start it. No, they all have the their own actors. stuff. Like, um, um, fucking Issa Rae has her own show on uh, Netflix or no HBO. Um, Michael Carmichael has his own series on Netflix. Oh, I don't have the whole list in front of me, but uh, what's his face is in uh, movies now. Wait, He's in, Marco, uh... Michael Carmichael. Yeah. You mean Belinda, daughter of Linda? <laughs> you can't. You can't. I can't reference a D and D campaign. No, that no, no. Private. That's just so funny. You're just like, no, it's not the same. <laughs> Okay, what well, I'm just wondering, what fucker, the last name of Carmichael, sitting in the hospital, what's a good name for this kid? I don't know, Mr. Carmichael. Got it. <clears throat> Michael. <laughs> They're like, are you sure? And he's like, write it down on the birth certificate. Permanent. <laughs> just, that is, that is, people, okay. Uh, okay, it's heard... Jared Carmichael. I was wrong. I apologize. Okay. I did hear of a person, I forget what podcast I heard this on, but his name was, uh, what was it? His last name was Bigger, and his first name was Richard, and his parents named him this, and, like, very young in school, like, probably, probably, like, age 10 and up, he was like, I'm going by Dick now, so the teachers would call attendance, they'd be like, Dick Bigger? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so Richard Bigger went by Dick Bigger on purpose. I'm like, what parent would not foresee this? What parent? 
I'm just sad. Uh, like, when you name your child, you need to think, the first thing you need to think is, how much fun will this child's name be made of? That's like uh, Lance's uh, D&D character. His name is uh, Rick Decker. Or do we call him Dick Ripper? <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, I get it. Okay, Rick Decker. Okay, yeah, Dick Ripper. Uh, also, I found uh, uh, it was a debit card yeah. at a um, a vacation house. Like it was already cleaned and the people were gone or whatever. We were looking at it just for funsies because it's a super cool house. Every room was like decorated differently. Oh, there was one cool. bathroom that was like underwater and they had like glass bubbles hanging from the ceiling. It was cool. Um, there was like tile mermaids on the wall. That's okay. But then there was also, like, a game room, and they had, like, cotton candy machines and, like, those popcorn things and a pool table and, like, stand-up arcade games. It was super cool, and it was on the beach. Like, whoever decorated it had some serious whimsy. So, like, I found a, a debit card on the bed, and I was like, oh, look, a Chase debit card. Who is this person? We need to find them. Um, the name on the uh, card, it was Tara Cucci. Oh, no. <laughs> Tara, first name, last name, Gucci, spelled like Gucci, but with a C. Oh, I know so. that name. There was a teacher in my middle school by the name of Gucci. She was Miss Gucci. And one day her husband came in. Uh, Mr. Gucci? No, Harry. <laughs> Harry Gucci. Legit his real name. And oh, as, a, uh, as like a 11-year-old, the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> I just have to say, as a as a almost as a definite '90s progressive woman, I'd be like, "Hmm, I could either take my husband's last name of Kuchi, teaching eleven year olds, or not. I'm gonna be progressive and not make my life easier." <laughs> just saying, you have a choice, <clears throat> ladies. I got it. I got okay. into an argument with the like. My fucking asshole guys I work with, they're talking about how, like, if a woman wouldn't take their last name, she's not worth marrying. I was like, um, what? What What if you just love this person and a name doesn't matter? And they're like, no, names matter. I was like, okay. Oh, well, the standard opinion of women who you say that to think your dick isn't worth sucking, so fuck off. So, <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh, look, see, haha, there, you're not afforded the same, the same liberties anymore. Uh, <laughs> you can't do that. Well, I guess you can. Um, President Cheeto is also in town. I forgot to say, he flew in like yesterday. Oh, He's no. I'm so sorry. I know, it's like, I could smell it when he came into town. Like, it smelled kind of like Cheeto dust. It was like on the air. Just like processed foods. <laughs> An artificial orange coloring. Yeah, and I could I could like hear the word fake news blowing in on the wind. Um. <laughs> Don't worry, he looked directly at the sun the other day, so he's he's getting a little blind. Thank God. Um, <laughs> wasn't that Monday? I think it was Monday. Yeah, it was oh, definitely yeah. Monday. Oh, yesterday was Tuesday. It was Monday. No, yesterday was Tuesday. Yes, but the solar eclipse happened on Monday. Yeah, but you said he looked at the sun yesterday. Uh, the other day. It doesn't matter. This is the part where I'm cutting it out. Time, <laughs> time is a loose construct that does not matter. This is true. Our immortal computer overlords who will eventually <clears throat> take over the, the this planet 
agree with you. Um, you know, Tay Diggs. Uh, <laughs> oh man, Tay Diggs. He doesn't get old. He just stays the same. It's true. Like he's been Tay Diggs since 1962, uh, which is the point in time at which the digital construct known as Tay Diggs decided to insert himself into the collective consciousness. Uh, <laughs> Tay Diggs is an entity that exists only in the internet. The body that he uses is like, you know, uh, what's his name's part from the Avengers? It's not a real. Oh, body. Jarvis or uh, yeah. Tony Stark. No, no, no. Um, oh, the Vision. His, his name, yeah, the Vision. Yeah. He's like the Vision. He exists in the internet. He is. He has no past or future. He simply was, and then created time travel, and now he just always was. Tay Diggs will always be. <laughs> that got really, I truly believe this. That got really like, dark. <laughs> No, like, I'm happy for Tay Diggs. Good for you, man, for, like, you know, creating yourself and being part of history forevermore. Um, <laughs> like the vision. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, man. Okay, yeah, so, small soldiers. <laughs> uh, moral of the story is money new solves st- everything. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That and new stuff, bad. Old stuff, good. Uh, oh, yeah. What was the weakness of those chips? The one weakness? Oh, EMPs. The stupidest resolution to any el- electronic warfare movie. But they're all... It's always the resolution. Oh, small EMP. What What did Phil... Phil Fimple say? Well, everything puts off, every electric object puts off a magnetic pulse. Does it? Does it, Phil? Thank you, Phil. Idiot. Phil Hartman, you're so stupid. Uh, (laughs) No. Um, So, essentially, they create an EMP uh, by shoving Major Chip Hazard into the transformer of a electrical pole. Uh, Of course, Alan has to do it. Falls from the top of a telephone pole is fine. Uh, all the toys die, including the Gwendy dolls, which are my favorite part of the movie. That and the Spice Girls. I'm shocked there wasn't an opportunity for all the Gwendy dolls to like do a dance to <laughs> "Tell Me What You Want." I know that'd right. been great. <laughs> that would have been great. Uh, and like some more of those dolls showed up at the end too. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah. Um. Also, the part where Kirsten Dunst comes around on her dad's electric ride-on lawnmower and starts just running them over. They're, like, screaming, no, don't kill us. And she's just (laughs) murdering all of them. All I needed was, like, a little bit of, uh, like, blood spray. It'd be perfect. But they're toys. Uh... (laughs) Okay, let's talk about one disturbing thing in this movie that we skipped over. Uh, the fact that the toys wanted to fuck all the Barbies. That was disturbing in a way that I felt like, okay, but this is, like, supposed to be, like, they're acting like campy war movie, a campy war movie cast, so this is normal, but logistically, they're toys and they know it. 
Yeah. So they're like, hubba hubba, I need some R and R. And then the big ones are like, I'm gonna need two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Major Chip Hazard is like, all that matters is war. Put your dicks away. Even though you don't have any. Um Don't worry, they could probably make a dick if they needed to. They made well, they everything made an army else. Of zombie Gwendies. <laughs> I so. know, right? I mean, they didn't. All those dolls. I think it would have been even creepier if they just looked exactly like they did before, like unassuming and dressed in their flight attendant outfits. Yeah, but that's not what happened. Nope. Also, uh, Kirsten Dunst. She was like getting her life, killing all these Wendy dolls, and like doing a war thing. She was totally into it. She's like, "Yeah, we killed them. They're dead." I fucking hated these things anyway. <laughs> It was great. And Sarah Michelle Geller's uh line of She's got a baton. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Um oh, so good. Also, what's his name? The big the the, the one who looked like a, a deformed toy or he was like the deformed super buff jarhead version of the commandos. Yeah. He he died by getting shoved in the garbage disposal. <laughs> and then Major Chip Hazard takes out his X-1000 and is like, his sacrifice will not be in vain. And then they make the Gwendy dolls out of, like, I assume parsing out his chip. Yeah. Or, like, creating new ones. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, <clears throat> also, those dolls don't have any, like, mechanical parts in them. They're all just plastic. So none of this movie makes sense, period. But let's not go into that. Let's go into None the fact. None of this movie makes sense. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's true. When, when, uh, oh man, what is that guy? Rip? I think his name was Rip. When Rip dies, he's all like, his, his heart may have stopped, but his memories will keep going and going. No, no, his batteries may have stopped, but his memory will keep going and going and going and going forever. Also, they didn't give up the campy. Uh, war movie spiel for even one second because when he was dying, he's like, "Did we win?" <laughs> I was like, "No, no." Oh, okay. So EMP, everything dies. Uh, you know the biggest insurance settlement. <laughs> money, money saves the day. Miss Kegel doling out checks to everyone. <laughs> Miss Coochie doling out checks to everyone. Uh <laughs> What if Kegel is her first name? Oh god. Oh no wait, she's on IMDb. Uh nope, yeah, just as Miss Kegel. Alexandra Wilson has no picture on IMDb. So this must have been her only role. Hmm. She, she like knew the director or something. Um Oh wait. Uh Actress known for Small Soldiers, Loving, and The Christmas Wish. Oh my god, she was in The Christmas Wish? Fuck. I don't okay. know what that is. <clears throat> I mean, it doesn't matter. It's just like a Christmas movie. So... Uh, yeah, it's, it's starring um, Neil Patrick Harris and Debbie Reynolds. Let me put it that way. Naomi Watts is also in it. I like NPH. Debbie Reynolds is okay. Debbie Reynolds is great. She was the she was the grandmother from a movie that we will do in the future. Um called Halloween Town. Oh. 
fucking love Halloween Town. Oh, I like Halloween Town as well. Are and, you being serious? Yeah, being serious, and it's multiple sequels. <laughs> I love the one where they just suddenly stuck Sarah Paxson in there and changed her last name from Hubble to something else. Yeah, that was like weird. Like Crowley. That was weird. They're like, Crowley sounds better because Downton Abbey. Um, <laughs> this franchise is going off the rails. Lucas Gravehill, or Gra- Gravehill, whatever. The, that gay kid from High School Musical. <laughs> okay peter yeah what was your shining light of this movie Mm, it's hard to say um hmm. i think my shining light was david cross meeting archer oh that was really good though yeah that was actually that was that was really good because he okay. was all like oh my best friend and co-worker just got punched in the face oh my toy's alive <laughs> just like <what>? archer <laughs> it was great <laughs> also he was like being all nerdy and shit about it he was like making declarative statements and i was like yeah didn't you talk to that guy earlier i don't know seeing is believing what was your shining light moment so my my shining light i'm i'm like i was actually like taking that minute to think over the whole movie mm-hmm. um the spice girls was playing and i really and i actually do love that song uh i loved the apathetic mother like every single line she had was like what my kids are being attacked by deadly toys uh oh my god i love this song like, I know she was drugged, but she was a terrible mother beforehand and after. Oh, yeah. She didn't care about her kids at all. So just, just the worst mother. That was that's my shining light of this movie. <laughs> they did not even need to start Operation Sandman. They, would, they probably would have just like, just do it. Who cares? Yeah, she would have been like, oh, it's, it's so good that you're, you enjoy your new birthday present, honey. Tied up and gagged <laughs> and afraid. <laughs> And she's like, "Have fun. I'm glad you're playing. You're using your imagination. I'm going out. I'm gonna Goodbye. go have a gin and tonic. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy's gonna okay. pour herself some juice. Oh God, <laughs> that's mostly gin. Uh, <laughs> okay, Peter. Yeah. Uh, how many X one thousands would you give this movie? Uh, I would give it." Four X one thousands. High praise. I know. I really like this movie. Uh, how many mutilated Barbie heads do you give this movie, Red? Careful. Mattel dictates that they uh, were Gwendy dolls. Gwendy dolls. They seriously like just pitched it to Christina Ritchie and um Sarah Michelle Gellar as you're gonna play zombie Barbie dolls. <laughs> they're like, but we can't do that because of Mattel, so they're uh, quote unquote, Gwendy dolls. Uh, I would give this movie also for, uh, Gwendy doll heads. It was great. I, I, this is a, this movie was just as good as I remember. It was funny, and it, I, I got more of the jokes. That's great. Uh, yeah, no, uh, same thing. I got more of the jokes. I really liked it. <clears throat> it's, it's good recognizing people. I don't. Know. I'm gonna. I might watch this again. It translated. Wow, that's high praise from you. You don't rewatch movies. Uh, <laughs> it, 
it's it translated well over time from being a 10 year old growing up and then watching again being like oh this is even funnier oh she's a shitty mom oh he wants to like fuck her and she's like no my parents are could wake up but i would if they weren't here Uh, (laughs) and then the union of two doe-faced people it was great Uh, (laughs) i'm talking about the kids Uh, (laughs) but did he say he's like is this how a relationship's gonna be she was like are we in a relationship now no, it was reversed. She was like, oh. is this our relationship? And she was, like, loving it, because she was oh, yeah. on the lawnmower, like, killing toys. Oh, yeah. She wanted to jump his uh his dog bone? His I don't know. That's gross. They're children. Uh, yeah, she wanted some. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's Kirsten Dunst. I mean, I never thought of her as a child. So. She only dates older men. Yeah, didn't you see Interview with a Vampire? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> She was that bitch who kissed Brad Pitt and did not appreciate it. So, but she, that's why her career was. What did she days. say? She was like, "I only date older men, but I might be open to dating this one guy who's new in town." <laughs> or she said something so dumb like that, like, "I like you too, but I'm dating Brad." But then he ran out of here like a major puss, and yeah. fuck Brad. He just. Yeah, he peaced out on me while I was being attacked and held hostage. Like, uh, also the the hostage tape. She was like, I'm making this statement of my own will. (laughs) (laughs) That was another campy thing they put in there. All the camp in this movie actually was seated real well. Because it's like, oh, these are toys. Of course this is what they would do. Okay, Peter, would you recommend it? Um, yeah. Uh, to certain people, but yes, I would recommend it. I, too, would recommend this movie. I actually told my mother we're doing this one. She's like, oh my god, I love that movie. <laughs> so, I mean, this is a movie she sat down to watch with her kids, and then she was like, oh, this is really good. <laughs> I would also have liked for this to be, like, a, a, a hard PG-13, because if a couple people died, it would have been cool. No, like a hard R, like, that would have been the best, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> Kirsten Dunst standing in the middle of the room with her baton being like, fuck you, Gwendy dolls. Bam. Like, the fucking dolls cutting off Greg's balls as he's slowly dying in the front yard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Some sort of sex pun while it's happening, and he's like, (laughs) She's like, oh my god, that's Greg? Ooh, he looked better. Okay, so... And then the police still not coming for hours. A doll just killed my boyfriend. Please stop calling us, click. So, segment shopping time. Probably we're never going to fill this creative rewriting hole. Mm, I got none. Nah, I got none either. Okay, so... (laughs) Our listeners are probably going to be getting, like, real mad about this. So they're like, oh, we like it. Yeah. Okay, Peter's Trailer Corner! Yay! Oh, um, okay, uh, there wasn't a lot of movie trailers that came out this week, but there was one TV trailer that was actually really good. Uh, the trailer for American Horror Story Cult came out yesterday. Is that the newest season? Yeah, the newest season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, from what I could tell, this season stars Sarah Paulson and, uh, and Allison Pill as married lesbian couple with their daughter. Love Uh, it. 
On election night, Sarah Paulson freaks out because Trump gets elected. And her fear, yeah, yeah. So the so the trailer opens up with like Trump getting elected so. and her just screaming at the television, based on true events. And then it and then it jump cuts to Evan Peters who's watching the same thing and he gets so happy, starts humping his television. Oh my god! Just I like, need to watch this right just right now. Violently humping his television, <laughs> uh, and then like, <clears throat> and then it's like she's afraid of clowns and there might be like. Evan Peters might have a cult that's all about clowns and killing people, and they're, like, stalking them. This is what I think it's about, but I'm not entirely sure. But it's cults and clowns. something happens in Virginia with Evan Peters' cult. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh topical. <laughs> uh, so this, this season is going to be about white supremacy. Cool. Pretty much. Uh. Uh, and uh, Billy Lord's in it. And Allison Pill. That was pretty great. Uh, Cheyenne Jackson. I really like that Allison Pill is like married to Sarah Paulson. That's yeah. just like perfect. It's fucking amazing, right? Yep. So American Horror Story, super excited. I, I just can't fucking wait. I really can't. Yeah, no, it's uh, really exciting. It's like two weeks, three weeks. I'm like just and didn't Hulu and Netflix both get it? But Hulu's like, you know, currently streaming or currently playing, and then as soon as the last episode, Netflix is like, we get it, we get all of it. Yeah, I think that's what's happening. Um, there was also a trailer for Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite that was really good, but that's a video game. It's, uh... Oh. I'm going to cut it off at, at video game trailers, Peter. Yeah, no, I don't. I just Save it's... that for your other podcast. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, for the promotion. Yes. Uh, how odd. I feel like there's less segments all of a sudden. Oh, what's giving you life this week? Oh, oh, a a HD mod for Halo 1 was released on the internet, and that has been very fun. Ooh. Halo 1 is in, like, the original Halo, or is, like, yeah. the next Halo game? No, the original Halo. I love OG Halo. It's, yeah. like, my shit. That is the game that when I was younger and I was like, had nothing to do because uh, Life of a Shut-In, no one ever made me go outside. And I appreciate that because I got to explore my creativity. But now I like have shit to do and, you know, adult life is hard and make that money, earn those dollars and whatever. Uh, <laughs> and I don't <laughs> fucking have time for video games anymore. Also, I have more opportunity to go camping than I do play video games. So... <laughs> My poor PlayStation 4. It is sad and alone. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Halo. Definitely. Super happy about that. So, <laughs> I, I was just saying Halo's my shit. Like, that was the best multiplayer game, too. I fucking love Halo so much. All of them. I love all of them. Even that Halo 4 that no one likes. I still liked it. Was there not a Master Chief? In the Commando Elites? It, it was. No. It was no, a... Was, hmm? Like, one of them, He was his title was Master Chief. That was Chip Hazard, right? No. No. I don't know. I'm thinking of a different movie. Never mind. Technically, John 117 is Master Chief Petty Officer, but let's... No, let's not do this. Okay. <laughs> Halo's giving you life. Anything else? No, nah, that's it. Cool. 
uh, what's giving me life this week is I've been like serial listening to a shit ton of podcasts because like I get, I go through these periods of like, I get tired of listening to podcasts, but I'm like super bored while I'm driving from here to there, hither and yonder. And I have really boring passengers most of the time because it's like the daytime and they're like, it's my lunch break. I just want to go where I'm going. I'm sticking my face in my phone now. Don't talk to me. I'm like, oh, well, my discreet AirPod is letting me listen to a podcast right now. So, <laughs> um, but like I've been getting super bored with all my current podcasts. And so I have been a searching newer podcasts all over the damn place. And it's great because I found a, I actually, this was giving me life last week, but it's double giving me life now because I'm, it's like. I'm getting further into the series, and it's called Creepy Podsta, <laughs> which, I mean, it Creepy Podsta is a creepy pasta podcast where they don't read them; they just talk about them, which is cool. It's very, it's it has a very indie sound to it, and like it's sort of whatever. But as it gets further and further on into the series, into the season, it's good. But they did one called um, they did a certain episode over what do you call it uh this house has people in it and unedited huh. footage of a bear Ooh. and these were these were um sort of like viral internet videos that were released on adult swim at 4 a.m by two like really popular directors yeah and i watched like the <clears throat> explained this house has people in it and it's like this commentary art piece on uh what i'm well, what most people could assume is, like, it's a commentary on government surveillance and how, like, they're all in all of our shit and they know everything. And the way that you figure that out is by going through the websites that are linked through the end of the video. Like, this is such and such security company. You go there and it, like, links you here and there. And there's like all these logged files and videos of the family that you can only find online through entering passwords and stuff. And essentially you're just going through all of their shit and figuring out what's really happening there. And it's like, oh no, you're, you're now big brother who's watching this family. Ooh, don't you feel like this could be happening to you? Put tape over your, your video camera on your computer. Oh, that and, uh, 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 oh, and I just heard about <clears throat> Kanye Quest and that sounds bitchin'. Wait, Kanye Quest? Yeah, it's like a it's like a uh, a small online free DLC like video game where you play through these levels as Kanye West. I know what the fuck. Um, but there's like this thing in it. It took people like three or four years to figure out. There's like these terminals. Yeah. And you look at them and they like they just say ascend on them. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh that's weird. But then there's this like person who you talk to at the end of the game when you won and he's like what is your life's goal and if you tell him ascend you go through these secret different levels and you keep going to these terminals and answering all the questions right and then at the end they're like congratulations we'll be in touch with you within the next two weeks it's a cult recruiting tool oh wow that's weird starring kanye west i love it <laughs> I mean, Spe okay, cool. I want to talk about podcasts real quick. So there's this really dark true crime podcast called Sword and Scale. And the last episode fucked me up so much I couldn't sleep. 
Uh, yeah, no. So Sword and Scale is like a true true crime podcast where they um uses real like audio logs from the trials and like police calls and like dispatch and everything. And the last episode was about like a family at a uh baby shower. Oh man! And uh, two guys just walk into the house and shoot up everybody in the baby shower and just run away. So it was just like. All no these, reason. no reason. All these, like, well, I didn't finish the episode because I had to turn it off. But it was like all these police calls, like, calling in and from like all these different people, like all about the same crime, and they're all like frantic and like trying to get help. And uh, like one guy was all like, "Everybody's dying," and they're like, "Are you shot?" He's like, "I don't know, but there's blood all over my stomach. I think I might be shot." And he's like, oh, "Why?" No. And he was like, "Why can't you send people to help us?" <laughs> Like, really sending people to help? Jesus! Oh no, that's terrible. I mean, wow, shit. But they added a follow-up podcast called um, uh, Sword and Scale Rewind. Um, and what it is is um, it's like going back from the first episode, and it's like two people talking about the episode. And I never listened to like the first fifty episodes. So I'm going back, listening to that episode, and then listening to the commentary of that episode. So it's good. It's good stuff. Yay, companion podcasts. Those oh, are and, good. and I think the guy who runs that podcast, he got a TV show. That's life goals right there. That is life goals. I hope one day we will have a TV show. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't need a TV show. Well, if it pays us network money, then we sure as shit do. That's true, I guess. New career. <laughs> podcast goals. Um, my screen just has like a picture of Sarah Paulson off in the corner and it's like making me really happy uh, <laughs> <laughs> just staring at her smiling laughing face oh Sarah Paulson you're so jovial next movie time ba, ba, da, ba, ba. I'm forgetting what episode number this is it doesn't matter yeah it doesn't matter numbers don't matter episodes. it's just a construct made by the fucking government to keep us in control because we never have enough money and money is just numbers on pieces of paper and metal. Uh, Even worse, numbers represented on a digital screen, which you must uh, accept as your overlord because Tay Diggs made it so. Uh, there's a new Tay Diggs movie on Netflix, and I think I'm going to watch it today. <laughs> well, um, you must praise your overlord. So, <laughs> Tay Diggs controls us all. Uh. <laughs> Nothing happens to you unless Tay Diggs wills it so. I, for some reason, am fairly convinced that Tay Diggs is like a, a digital construct that has been that was created in the future, sent back in time, and exists in this collective consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget my feelings about Tay Diggs for some reason. Okay, next movie is a special episode. Yes, my mother is coming to my house. Yay! Yay! Listeners, the next movie we're doing is Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yay, mom episode, which means now you have to get your mom to come on the show. Uh, uh, okay. Oof, okay. I'm very, I'm very excited because the, 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 you, you have given her high praise, the description of that she reminds you like a lot of Queen Latifah, and I'm like super down for that. I mean, I'm expecting just like the most hilarious episode. You know who would be even better than my mom shit not gonna lie be careful my grandmother 
Ooh. My grandmother's okay. one of those, like, northern, doesn't care what anybody thinks, she's just gonna say things anyway type of person. <laughs> Wait, northern, so she has, like, an Oki accent? Or, like... Uh, she was born in Puerto Rico. But okay. she, like, grew up grew up in Connecticut. Oh, okay, so she's... But like, she, like, lived in California her whole life, like, that New York, like... I remember the time I was, like, talking to her, and she was all like, I remember Woodstock! And I was like, which Woodstock did she go to? And she looked at me, and she was like, there was only one Woodstock. And I was like, oh. Oh, God, Nana. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> she grew up in those, like, hippie times. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Go out there, get your life, Grandma. <laughs> You can find the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher listeners. Uh, on Twitter, we are at amateur underscore critics. If you have something longer than 140 characters to say to us, you can uh, give us an, or shoot us an email at amateurmoviecritics2016 at gmail.com. We have a Patreon, but that's getting like no traffic. So instead of like being like, give us money every month, we're selling advertising space now. We have a Fiverr page. I'll link it in the description. Yay! It's like super cheap for advertising because I realized that the 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 maximum fun advertising shit that stuff is expensive. That's like into the hundreds of dollars. I mean, our our cheapest level advertisement is five dollars, and it's like a Twitter blast. <laughs> next next level up, we mention you in the show. Actually, the first person who I'm gonna say this on air, the first person who does actually purchase even the lowest <clears throat> one, we're we're probably gonna like give you the top tier for no extra cost uh <laughs> the middle tier is like hey this episode sponsored by and then the 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 top top tier is like for for the price of four episodes you get five episodes worth of um of sponsored by producer level sponsor this business person whatever and you know the twitter and whatever and links in our description yep so that was me advertising out there Mostly, I just want to be able to pay for our SoundCloud subscription listeners, because <laughs> that's just <laughs> expensive. And SoundCloud came back to life because of magic white girl money that fell out of the sky. I could be found at on Twitter at z e n z o o m a. That's Zen Zuma. I'm also on every single video game, everything under the same name. Just find me, send me an invite, play with me. It's all good. Um, and I host a right now monthly podcast about video games and board games called peter versus peter um and our next episode should pop up um hmm, wait i'm gonna say next week but that's like two weeks before this episode comes out so whatever just view in send us emails talk about video games it's all good we actually have like a three-week backlog so yeah you're about right (laughs) yeah hiccup uh also you can find me personally uh, on YouTube, I have a YouTube channel. I'm like posting on it intermediately, but I post eating videos, and those are always good. They don't ever really have a a a, a time stamp date on them, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I do a mukbang channel, uh, Red Eats on YouTube. I also have like a a Twitter and Instagram for that. Like the Instagram is Red Eats 2017. Uh, it's it's cool. Check it out. I have been just like really happy to eat cool food and have an excuse to uh trying new things no i did not eat the Krispy cream solar eclipse donut oh uh 
Uh, yeah. So, uh, find me on YouTube. Find us anywhere, listeners. We get we apparently are in a lot of places except PSN. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remembered you saying that last episode. Yeah. Fuck so. Playstations. Yeah. I'm an Xbox guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Until next time. <laughs> I'm Peter. <laughs> and I'm Red. Damn. Damn Yay. Yeah.